You're listening to Force Fed Digital. BXU Heard. Happy happiness, happy people. Welcome to another edition of the Auto Bounce, proffered by my good people over at Forcefed Digital and I, Ralph Anthony Garcia of the United Rolling Networks. The Auto Bounce podcast is a platform where I do my best to recollect past events in my former profession and where I give praise to my fellow unsung heroes and denounce the advantage-grabbing zeros. Now then, on this edition of Bounce, we're going back to one of my sometimes beloved, yet least liked area of the Bronx. The shape of shame, the pyramid of love, the dodecahedron of debauchery, the herpes triangle. Again, who the f*** came up with that? i like to know. Holla at me. I'm gonna tell you one tale of two places equaling two-thirds. Does that make sense? Now, check the numerology. One, two, three. One tale of two-thirds of the triangle. All right, so we're going to go a couple of blocks south of Parkchester as we visit La Laguna, or as the hood loved to call it, the Goon Saloon, and then we're going to cast our glimpse to the place right across the street called Saocos. Yes, y'all, we're telling another tale coming right out of this damn triangle. Before I play the tape, Tell me how I'm editing an episode, and on two different news programs, I hear how police found a leg on the train tracks in the Bronx, and then police found a headless, armless human body at a Queens beach. Okay, people, please be safe out there. Do what you gotta do, then get back home as soon as possible. Those already at home... Take a moment, and let's listen in. So, taking it back to the early 2000s, yeah, I love talking about the herpes triangle, don't I? (laughs) Well, the herpes triangle just happens to be exclusively three places. And for some reason, in one of these places, damn, what's the name of that one? Saokos. Saocos is right across the street from where I was working at, La Laguna, the Laguna. Let's just call it the Goon Saloon, okay? I worked at the Goon Saloon right across the street from Saocos, which was right next to Laughters. I already told you about that one. Been there, done that. Now, as I'm watching across the street at what's going on, as I'm standing on my feet, right? My feet are already hurting, okay? I'm already stressed at the fact that the ambulance was there, the police were there, at least three or four of those vehicles, and then the white, red, and blue lights flashing off of all the buildings. It's like, you're going to catch a seizure if you f*** around and see this. <laughs> and, if the, and if the light hits your eye the wrong way, you know, I don't mean to make light of that, but it is what it is. 
I was kind of sort of bugging out at all the chaos. Lagoon Saloon, Laguna, or whatever it is. I'm calling it Lagoon Saloon because it's easier to pronounce. Ah, man, so I'm looking at the activity of what's going on across the street from where I'm working. People from inside laughters are coming out being nosy, looking about what's going on like they gotta see. Everybody's gotta be nosy. There's people coming out in droves. All you see is lights flashing and sirens are still going off. If you hate the sounds of sirens, you would have hated Leland here at the infamous Herpes Triangle here in the Bronx. We're talking the early 2000s, 2003, 2004. Yes, y'all, here I am in front of the Goon Saloon. Not a very big place, nice ice bar, but all there's really room for is like a little piece of floor that I guess you can dance on, you know. But uh, because they don't have a cabaret license, sometimes we get reminded to not dance. What? That was never cool. I was never cool with that rule. God, that is one of the wackest fucking rules I ever heard of. That you have to have a fucking license in your establishment in order to fucking do a two-step? Incredible. Every time you turn around, you hear the dumbest rules. Anyhow, uh, my bad, man. It's like I'm trying to calm down and get to this part where the cops are starting to roll yellow tape. So they're already blocking out the scene. Nobody's going in Saoko's tonight. You know, and it's usually a chill place, Saoko is. Bunch of old men that go play pool. That's what it is. It's a couple of pool tables in there. A huge jukebox filled with nothing but song music. That's like deeper than Sasa. That's like Sasa's grandfather or some shit, right? A jukebox filled with that music. A lot of that old school Sasa from the 60s, 70s, you name it. That's the joint they had playing in there. And lo and behold, they had that little... um. Poker machine in the back. Uh-huh, yes, they do. A lot of these places on this strip, they like to have that little machine. I guess it makes some money. And every time you turn around, you walk into one of these stores, you walk into one of these restaurants, these bars, these establishments. You want to see one of these nine times out of ten. It's making somebody money. So, I see I can't help but be nosy because all the energy is just aimed at all of this activity in front of Saoko's. Now, the ambulance was wheeling out a guy, right? Because of what happened to him. Okay, here we go. Just so happens, dude was running out of Saoko's. I'm seeing this as I'm smoking my cigarette before I start work in the saloon, right? (laughs) I see the guy running away, and he's running. Like he was taking flight. But one of the guys from inside Saoko's jumped into his ride. Yo, my man was zero to 30 at least in one or two seconds. Caught up to dude. My man didn't get anywhere. Yo, he was taking flight. But yo, dude, once that man, an old ass man too. Once that man got into his ride and started his ish. It was not even 10 seconds, man. He caught up right to him. Hit him. All this yellow tape is just marked around the crime scene. Dude tried to kill him. (laughs) 
I laugh because you don't come into somebody's place and try to rob somebody for this shit. Now, come to find out, dude was trying to rob one of the fucking casino machines in there. Try to open it up, jimmy it up, however he did it. Just know, word gets around, and boy, do news travel fast. Of course, I'm going to hear bits and pieces of the story. So, I take it upon myself to put it together, and I came up with the fact that dude was a serial burglar. He did this shit until he got caught that day. All right? And here I am talking about Saokos because all the action took place. I mean, damn. Like when all the scene was all clean after the smoke had settled and everything was said and done. On my break, I went to go over there to see what the hell that aftermath looked like. And yes, you see the pieces. (laughs) I guess you could call it gore because you see it wasn't just blood. Bro, he tried to kill this guy, man. Like, you see the scrapes of skin. You saw elements of this cat's body scrape, bro. Like, he did this dude dirty. Bro, like, you can see, you can tell they tried their best to try to clean it up a little bit because it was a whole fucking scene. They blocked it off, you know. And then, of course, businesses were affected by this ish. Including the saloon, the goon saloon. I mean, don't get me wrong, folks still came in and ish. You walk through these saloon doors, and as soon as you walk in, there's a uh, nice little area where you walk into the side of the bar, and there's like three stools there. And then we're back to the corner of the bar as we walk in. Not a very big bar at all. We walk in, and then it's like you take a good 10 steps over to where there's a door. That leads to the basement or whatever. And again, just a piece of floor right here. Just enough for like 25 heads. And if they wanted to dance, I guess they dancing. But, you know, they usually do have a DJ, especially on these Fridays and Saturdays. Here is Saturday. I'm doing the Saturday thing. I already did the Friday thing in here. And thankfully, my man Azteca, that's my guy. That's the head of security to the place. He's very adamant of his ID searching, people he knows, or who to let in. Like, like he, he don't play those games, apparently. He's worked at the Goon Saloon for quite the time, so there's no telling this man anything. So I knew I was safe on the inside. I usually stand by where the bathrooms are, you know, so that the bathrooms don't get too ridiculous as far as people trying to get in it at one time. You don't need too many people in each of the bathrooms. I knew upon myself that that's something I better had done because the bathroom could very well be a very hectic place, especially when it's not a very big place. What can I say? It's a tiny place. But whenever the DJ, especially if he's nice, whenever he comes in and plays his music, apparently, thank goodness, is one of these guys that were my age at the time. And we're talking the early 2000s at that time. This was 2003 to 2004. Man, after seeing all the bullshit that was going on outside, crazy. It's crazy. You know, like you could smell the fear, the smoke, the despair, the people bugging out, going through that frenzy. You know what I'm talking about? It's a dramatic wailing that I heard on top of the sirens that wouldn't shut up because there was this one dickhead, one particular Head that obviously likes the sound of sirens, leaving it on for the whole entire fucking neighborhood to hear. 
annoying, bro. Like, it took for one of their colleagues to tell them, look, man, could you please turn that goddamn thing off? So after a good 25, 30 minutes, finally it got silent and shit. After it was all said and done, and you know they was just going to leave a crime scene like that, like that. You know, they took hours. Again, you know, it affected business. The herpes triangle wasn't this jovial self where everybody is going from bar to bar and bar hopping and going down to the steakhouses down the block or whatever have you. No, they wasn't doing none of that. <laughs> Not today. I mean, that crime, that crime scene stood up till about 2.33. Papmaster says, gotta respect the ones that are providing safety for the public. And I'm gonna interject by saying, psychologically, you have to have a certain mindset. You have to in order to keep your cool about doing some kind of job like that. So I appreciate you saying that, fam, for real. These adventures I'll be seeing with these two eyes, I'll be seeing some shit, y'all. You know what I mean? Like, some real traumatizing ish. Sometimes I'll be retelling these stories, reliving these stories, and it's like, I'll be waking up funky with it, man. I'll be in the bed, and I'll get some good sleep, you know what I mean? I got the fan on my face, and for some reason, I'll be waking up in a hot sweat, bro. It's just disgusting. Like, all kinds of parameters that you see in this square. It's like a pantalla, a screen of nightmares. It's like a clockwork orange. Remember that? When dude was just forced to see all this shit. As much as I sought therapy before, no therapist could ever help me with this kind of trauma, bro. Facts. Let me be the first to tell you. If you haven't heard it before in any bouncer podcast out there, and there probably are a couple, these are my stories. These are my chronicles. I can't lie. I could use a friend to tell me some of their stories. And again, I have found some questions on my email and other places. Real interesting stuff that I would like to share with the world one of these days. I'm definitely going to do that. But folks, please tune in to the Art of Bounce, man. Especially if you are a fellow bouncer. Listen to wisdom as I tell it to you, man. These gray hairs on my face ain't on my face for nothing, y'all. You hear me? I had given 27 years, 27 years of my life. So yeah, I got some shit in here. I attempted to write a book. I'm still going to try to write that book. It's very painful. Thank you, Lady J. I saw that. Hearts to you too, mama. Word up. And yes, this is yet another adventure over here at the famed Herpes Triangle, Saokos, and across the street where I was working. That would be the Goon Saloon. Stay tuned, and I'll see y'all later. To think that people refuse to pay what we deserve is utterly ridiculous. I mean, let's do some more math, shall we? Promoters at these nightclubs no longer charge a simple $20 at the door anymore. They want 40 Upon getting in the club, coat check, hat check, they used to be as low as, what, $3, $5? Now they want $10. Remember those $4, $5, $6 drinks? I do. Fondly. They want 10 for that. And that's just for starters. 
Bottles of liquor you can easily get for about $40 at your local liquor store or sold at the VIP for 10 times that amount. Maybe they're wilding now. I mean, that's the last I heard. $400, $500, $600, $650 bottles of Hennessy. Okay. Do they want more now? Even more than that, I dare say. I think they want more. But we can't get more. Everybody else gets more. Everybody else gets more. Even the bathroom attendant. And we can't get more. I'm sick of hearing all the excuses, y'all. When will we get more? Like everybody goddamn else gets more. I already showed you that bouncers don't get a penny more, yet we go through a lot more these days than we ever did in all times. Yup, I can actually fix my face to say that. In my 52 years on this planet, never moving out of NYC at all. I mean, sure, I've been playing hopscotch with every borough, but I never moved out of NYC. And I ain't never in my whole life hear about people getting hacked to pieces. I never seen or heard no shit like that in all my years living in New York. I'm pretty sure I'm overlooking a lot of crazy shit that happened back in the past. I'm pretty sure I was included in a lot of that. I did see a lot growing up, becoming a man, and now getting on in age. But I can't recall body parts on train tracks or on the sand in any of our beaches. I would personally like to thank Mr. Mayor Eric Adams for such an exceptional job doing all he possibly can to give us all. A bad taste in our mouths. Oh. Mr. Joe Biden, I'd like to extend thanks to you as well for looking out for everybody else except for Americans. And you, sir, are not being impeached quick enough for me. Trump did way less to get impeached, yet you go unscathed. How about it, my fellow Americans? This is the American way. God bless America. All right, I'm done. Faithful listeners of The Bounce Pod, if you would like to leave a question or comment or connect with me, just go to www.solo.to forward slash RGMC 2407. Go to Cash App, PayPal, Facebook group, YouTube channel, X, Threads, IG, or send an email to the Gmail at RGMC 2407. Please visit either one of my channels, such as the YouTube music channel at RGMC2407. The Art of Bounce podcast is also its own YouTube channel if you prefer. Or follow the podcast on Amazon Music, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. And speaking of force-fed digital, please be so kind to follow the Bounce Pod, my Bronx story featuring Kingsbridge Rich, sports nonfiction featuring Gas Logic and Fred Mack as he joins his fellow brethren Jay. Dukes and Beretta Bronson on From Common Sense to Nonsense and Bust Stupid Dope Moves coming soon on Force Fed Digital. And of course, keep it locked in to TURN, the United Ronin Networks. In closing, if you're playing pool at your favorite billiards or bowling at your favorite lanes and you happen to see a bouncer in black or security guard in uniform, show him or her a little bit of love because if they're true to what they do, they will make sure you and yours have a good time 
and feel secure. Be safe.